Stand on the bar, stomp your feet, start clapping. Got a real good feeling, something bad about to happen. Helmets and Heels, brought to you by Underwood Jewelers on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Here's Donna Murphy, Lauren Brooks, Amanda Borges, and Blythe Brumleave. Well, we are missing Donna Murphy, the lovely and talented Donna Murphy. We are. Unfortunately, she has to be with her son who's not feeling well. But she has been certainly a great contributor to one of our topics, as a matter of fact, which is our photo shoot that we kind of started uh, talking about this week that's coming up. And my favorite response probably of all time to any of our email chains was Donna's email this week that basically said, you can do whatever you want with with my body for the photo shoot. Let's just pick whatever we want to decide on. So we've sent out, for people who don't know, we did a photo shoot last year with Mm -hmm. Jessica Blaylock. Yep. And then now, of course, she works for the Marlins. And we have a photo shoot that we now need to do with Amanda Borges. In other words, gorgeous Borges, or as I like to call her, smorgeous. (laughs) But uh, they just never end. I don't know why people are just so inclined to find things that rhyme with my name. I I came up with something else, I feel like. And then I think Tad was the one who voted Smorgeous. (laughs) Have you heard? How many different nicknames have you heard? Uh, Let's countless. Um, Probably only a couple. But over and over again throughout your life, yes. probably. Yes, and they're all. And the the best part is when, like, I'll, like for instance, here I'm I'm still new, obviously, but probably my first week, people think that I've never heard of these names, right? <laughs> so they'll be like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, gorgeous and gorgeous rhymes! Did you know that?" Yes, I've had this name my whole life. I shoot me in the face. And it's funny because they think they came up with it. And I let them have it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a good one. That's good. That's (laughs) really good. That's because you're so sweet. (laughs) And be like, duh. It's really funny. So yeah, so we started an email chain going on about a photo shoot that we need to have, you know, to put put you in our uh, lineup and everything. Because by the way, I've tried replacing our Twitter header on the helmets and heels, and it keeps the picture that I've used. It keeps coming up upside down. So I just decided I'm just going to wait until the photo shoot. That's fine. It kind of matches Thank our you. personality. <laughs> That's also That's true. <laughs> but so we sent out an email, and one email became probably I would say about a hundred. Easily. Easily, right? Last if not I more. counted in Gmail, it was 37. You counted? There is only 37? There's no way. No, G- Gmail counts it for you. Oh. So oh well, we have, we've had three, like, separate chains, though, yeah. about, you know, that yeah. have started. So, anyway. The one that we were hoping for, the situation didn't happen. Right. So, the... That chain was 37, so I can't... Okay, so right, after that, yeah. Probably at least 100 by now between everything. And I still don't think we've come up with anything. Nope. So half the reason I wanted to mention it was if listeners have any ideas... And let's keep it on the classy side, please. Yes. Uh, if they have any ideas, they can certainly tweet at us. And they can tweet to at Helmets and Heels. That's the easy one. Mm-hmm. It's spelled out. Helmets, A-N-D, Heels, mm-hmm. H-E-E-L-S, just in case anyone has any spelling uh, questions. And then they can tweet at us individually as well. I'm mm-hmm. at 1010XL Lauren. Amanda, Amanda 1010XL. At Blythe Brum. Right. And Blythe, you've been very busy on the Twitter recently. <laughs> Uh, is this a bad thing? What happened? I'm just wore out. I'm wore uh, out with social media right now. But it's 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 fun. 
Um, every year, the, the Super Bowl of video games, which is called E3, happens out in L.A. It's basically where Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, the biggest names in gaming, they come out with their plans for the following year. So if you're coming out with a new console or a new game, you're showing it at this press conference. So it's literally just at news bite after news bite, you know, minute after minute. It's it's like a, a almost like a chess game where you have to you're you're blogging and you're tweeting and you're capturing oh my pictures gosh. It's all at the same time. And luckily, I have dual screen monitors, so ah. I can kind of track Twitter on one side and the press conferences on the other. Dual screen. Well, you need you've needed another one to keep track of our photo shoot emails because I was too. figuring like, oh, between hell. right. I was figuring right. between those that chain and then also all the tweets. I'm exhausted. <laughs> You're I can't wait for this weekend to just do nothing but catch up on work that I've missed because I just I don't know I feel just one of those moments where you gotta take a step back and then throw realize, your phone especially down. with football season coming up too so I'm in the planning stages of you know fantasy football and you know content that we're having for guys girl and training new writers and it's it's a lot it's overwhelming there's a, a lot little. speaking of uh, speaking of weekends I was gonna say that too. Oh my gosh, Superfest was totally amazing. Stole my I transition. did. I read your mind. I do that I now. Yeah, Superfest. It was unbelievable. You got to go Saturday, right? I did. I went Saturday. And was... how did you get home? Oh my <laughs> gosh. It was a nightmare. First of all, I have a little bone to pick with Lauren because, <laughs> because okay. So my boyfriend and I decided to take an Uber to the stadium because we decided to be responsible. Adults. Adults and not drink and drive. So we take an Uber there. Everything's fine. No issue, right? Concert's over. We go outside. How are we getting home? We're going to call an Uber again. Well, Uber, obviously, there are so many people that need an Uber, number one. Number two, they have surged the price. That's like 3.9 times the normal rate. And I'm like, no, not doing that. We're going to wait for a taxi. So we go to the taxi loop. Supposedly, that's what it's called, all right? So we go over there. No taxis come through. And when they do, they ask me where I'm going, and I tell them it's like 15 to 20 minutes away, and they say, nope, not taking you. That's why people don't take We got denied seven times, at least. And that's never happened to me in my entire life. A taxi's never been like, eh, no, no thanks. It was ridiculous. So finally, we call an Uber. But in the middle of all of this, I text Lauren because I know that Lauren's there. I say, hey, are you still, are you at Superfest? And this is probably like, I don't know, 11.45. So the concert, it was like, it had just ended. I figured she was still there. She's like, oh my gosh, no, I just left. And I'm like, shoot, I'm in a pickle. Like, we are literally screwed. Like, I cannot get home. Instead of her being like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, maybe I can turn around and come get you. Whatever. She goes, and I'm already stressed out. She goes, oh, just ask ZBB. Just ask Zach Brown Band if they can give you a ride home. Yes, Lauren. Thanks, yeah. Lauren. Thanks. Well, can we just Thanks. say that... Appreciate it. I didn't text her back because I'm trying to actually get home. Like, I'm in a real situation, not like, oh, ha-ha, funny. Like, I'm just going to jump in my car now. Whoa, no. whoa, whoa. Your text said, ha-ha, embarrassing, we can't find a ride. And at this point, we were already over the bridge. So instead of texting all of that out, I said, just ask Zach Brown. Which apparently at the time I thought was very amusing. Yep. It's really funny when you're in a car riding home already. (laughs) That's hilarious. But when you're stuck at the stadium and you at this point have 17% left on your battery and you have no idea how you're getting home, it was not funny. Uh, Totally understandable. And I was really hoping you would bring it up because I I thought it 
Even now, it is. She so probably funny. did that to get me mad on purpose, just so we'd have something to talk about. On <laughs> so the show. exactly, with going to the concert. I, I know I went last year and mm-hmm. I had fun, but this year I wasn't like, mm, I'm not trying to go out there. I've already seen all these people. Would you guys go again next year? Or would it depend on the lineup? Depends on the lineup. For me, For I've sure. gone both years. I, I absolutely love it. I'm a, yeah. but I'm a huge country music person. Yes. Like I'm the person who Tyler Farr was on stage and I knew every word to every song. And there's only yeah. a few. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying like I love him. Yeah. I've listened to a CD a ton of times. And there's only, you know, a few people who really listen to those kind of not as mainstream artists. Right. So for me, I'm in heaven from the moment it starts to the moment it ends. So the weather doesn't bother you at all? Because that's that was my no, biggest just, thing. Is just sweat. It was and... gross. Yeah, we were sweaty. We were gross. But Zach Brown Band, <laughs> they were just it. incredible. And I've seen them once before and they were amazing then. And it's like when you see a band the first time, you're like, wow, it was great. And then when you go to see them again... At least for me, my expectations were, oh, this will still be good, but like maybe not as great as the first time. But it completely, completely blew me out of the water. Zach Brown Brand is just one of a kind, in my opinion. That you, they you, are. It, every time they come in town, you have to go see them. But for me personally, I just wouldn't deal with the traffic and the heat right. and the rain and all. It's just it coupled all together. I'm like, just move the concert to like March. Or and the February. smartest people, I would say, don't necessarily go down early and tailgate. Yeah, they show up right before the acts that they want to see. If right. you know, if they're in that boat. Um, we got down there. My mom and I got down there around two o'clock and met friends who had already set up the tailgate. They'd been there since like 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so That's on good. Saturday, we got sopping wet. But, you know, we still had a blast. It was a great time. Yeah. So and uh, I actually did see our special guest that's coming up in the third segment of tonight's show. I did see I him. I did as well. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. It was his birthday on uh, his on birth- Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So he got to see Zach Brown, too. So we'll talk to him about that. We have lots of fun topics to get to, including Jags OTAs, some NBA basketball. I don't even think we've talked NBA basketball. We've had so much to talk about over the last few weeks. So we'll get to that. And uh, we'll also get to a little Father's Day stuff, too. So we have tons coming up. Thanks for t- listening to Helmets and Heels on 10 to Next on 2.5 FM. Just as free. Just as free, free as we'll ever be. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. My all-time favorite. I waited so long for this song. Oh, gosh. And when it came, it wasn't it magical. I have video of this one on my phone just because I I absolutely love it. So great. Oh, and I, I try not at concerts. I try not to be that person who takes a lot of pictures and video because I really just want to enjoy the experience and the moment. Right. But there are certain ones like when Zach Brown covered Red Hot Chili Peppers. I had mm-hmm. to have video of that because yep. I want to, you know, I want to hold on to it. It's not something Remember you're going to get to see. I'm bad with videos because A, they take up a lot of space on your phone and B, I find I never watch them again. Oh, really? Ever. See, I go back because I'll want to show people that weren't there and I'll say, look what you missed in in a nice way, not enough. Look what you missed. Look what I saw and you didn't. But more like, oh, and I got to see this and I got to see that, that kind of thing. And, you know, have them come on. I'm just a a concert fanatic. If there was a job where you could go to concerts and like rate them and talk about them, that's totally a job. (laughs) A concert reviewer, like Rotten Tomatoes. True. Right. But I don't think that's going to be a a full time salary necessarily. But, well, you you could turn it into one to to get that. That's, yeah, that's unfortunately true. And I I don't think I know enough about the actual instruments but anyway 
Let's get to a little Jags OTAs in the heat. I got to go last year to a lot more of these, and unfortunately my schedule this year is not allowing me to go. So, Amanda, tell me what have been the things that you would say I've absolutely missed? What what are the things if Blythe and I were out there we would definitely want to know? Well, first of all, the players are there. So that's the first. Well, that's, that's the first thing that you're missing, and they're not in pads. They're not. Know that they are in gym clothes, essentially. Um, you know, the main thing about OTAs is it's really just your first glance at the team. You're seeing them run routes. You're seeing them stretch and do drills, and it's exciting for football crazies like me that get excited when football season's starting. Um, but it's not something that you absolutely have to see to be able to then judge how the team's going to do this season. Um, camp started. So OTAs are over camp started today. Um, there have been some players that have stood out, but it's also like, you want to be cautious when you're like, Oh, this person's really great because it's still so early after this week, there are six weeks off until training camp and then it's preseason and then the season starts. So it's just, it's hard to say this person's going to be a standout. Watch out for them. I was excited when I read that Julius Thomas and Allen Robinson were working really well together Yes, because we have not had that kind of combo in recent years. And then I was excited to have Chris Clemens back 17 pounds lighter, at least what he said. Mm -hmm. That's great for our defense. Whether or not he starts, and I have a feeling he won't, but last year he was supposed to be that big sack number guy, and it turned out that he, you know, he wasn't really for us. And so I was excited about that. And then really excited to hear how excited the defensive coaches are about the defense. Because that, you know, yes, our defensive front line last year was good, but right. everything else behind right. it just didn't really support it. And so if they're excited about the entire defense, then I'm getting, you know, I, well, I'm getting more excited just reading all the tweets and seeing the pictures from OTAs and from main mini camp today. It's funny because today after practice, uh, Coach Bradley was asked about the offense. Hey, what do you think about the offense today? How did the offense do? He just looked at him. He goes, well, on defense. And he started talking about defense. <laughs> like, he completely changed the subject. He's like, I honestly wanted the offense to be on the level of intensity that the defense was on. And it's so true. They're vocal. They're boisterous. They're fast. They're making plays. Like, defense is just on top of it. And the offense really does has to have to kick it up. Well, and it's the first year, of course, under the offensive coordinator. And so they're trying to learn the scheme while, you know, putting all that into play. And defense, it's the second year under Bob Babich. And so they get to kind of more play off of instinct versus versus having to kind of mentally process everything. Being comfortable is huge. And there is still a lot to learn. When you talk about vocal leaders on the defense, who are Mm -hmm. the ones that really stand out? Telvin Smith, which I'm sure you already know he's very vocal he's essentially like the cheerleader you know like some guy will make an awesome play and he'll, you'll hear him you know high-fiving and congratulating him and just being awesome Puzz is the same kind of guy he does that too I saw that a couple times today um I can't remember the players that made big plays but there were big plays made and Telvin Smith and uh Puzzle's new they were both there what about awesome. offense any vocal leaders on offense hmm. are still trying to because Blake, I've heard out. Blake's been kind of taking charge. I've heard that too, but I haven't seen that because okay. it's not like we can hear what's going on in the huddle or anything like that. Um, but every player has said that. It's also something that you need to be cautious of is that when players are speaking highly of one another, they almost have to 
Yeah, they're they're not going to tell. Well, no, that guy sucks. Exactly. Well, step it up. They're not going to tell you that. Right. And so, just because someone says, just because everyone says, Blake's being a leader. Blake's being a well. He's your quarterback. Like you want him to be a leader. So even if I talk to one player and they don't really think that, they're going to tell me that anyway. Right. And I know that. Um, but I have seen him improve. He just, I, I personally, I need to see more consistency from Blake before I really, really say yes. This is he's a real deal. That's understandable. Well, you know, we'll get to learn a lot more over the next few days, and then it's another break. And it's like a, such a tease this oh time of year with gosh, football, right? Such a tease. <sighs> but it's like with rookie minicamp, I was like, yes, football's back. And someone was like, what? What do you mean football's back? I'm like, well, kind of, sort of, you know, it's, you know, kind of. You're grasping. I think that's what they are excited about. Yeah. it's We're almost it's to that close. kind of dead zone where unless you're a baseball fan, there's really nothing going on because you know what? Hockey ended last night, and I'm sorry, Amanda. I, That's yeah, all right. I, it was not a pretty game. We couldn't make anything happen. Carl Crawford, the Blackhawks goalie, is just a beast. He is unreal, and uh, we couldn't get anything done. So that's that. That is that. But tonight, uh, first of all, Women's World Cup. I'm in red, white, and blue. I know you're in white and that blue. That is not red. That is pink. That's the, my shorts. It's yeah. red. The top is a little less red. People, I was working with about a ten minute um, <laughs> span of trying to change after a workout. Okay, this is what you got. This, this is American. Red, white, this blue. is very American. My shorts, are red, white, whatever and blue. you say. Anyway, whatever you say. The point. It's Women's World Cup. We play Nigeria. I have a feeling we're gonna win. It's also little NBA finals and. The Cavaliers could go down in flames tonight, leaving LeBron James ringless, even though he's been obviously carrying the team. Who are you cheering for? I don't even think I know this because we've been busy talking about so much oh, other wait, stuff. We said it on uh, the chat who we were cheating or cheering for. Well, that, we, that we predicted so who we predicted to win. That was who we predicted to win, right? Because I, I, I predicted the, the Hawks. Hawks. Yeah, I went down in flames yeah. a long time ago. I but think I said Warriors too. You'd, all three I of you said Warriors. Warriors. Yes. Yeah. So I, is that who you're cheering for too? I know that's who you predicted. You know, I, for me personally, I would cheer for the Cleveland fans just because they've been long-suffering for so long. And I feel <laughs> like tonight suffer. it's going to be one of those times where they give them enough hope to th- make them th- think that they're going to win. And then they're just going to dash their dreams at home because that's how Cleveland loses in all of their sports. They lose disastrously. So they, I think the Warriors are going to close it out tonight. I hope they don't because I think LeBron is just as a superhuman to watch, and I really just like watching elite basketball like him. And I, and I follow players more than anything in, in the NBA in general. Um, but I, I don't think he'll get it this year, but I do think he'll win maybe two out of the next three. Okay, question for both of you. If, let's say, your hockey team, Amanda, had not been involved, so let's say it was the Blackhawks and any other team, right? and then you know two NBA teams that neither of you have a rooting interest for necessarily – and they were on at the exact same time, and it was game seven of both. Which would you watch? Hockey. Me too. I thought that's what you would say, and that's, wow, okay. But, you know, everyone's different. I grew up going to Lightning Games with my dad. Like, though, like I grew up in Tampa as a Lightning fan. If I didn't, I, why would I care about hockey? I really wouldn't have a rooting interest. So I think it just it's different for everyone. Yeah, I think I would pick basketball just because... I've watched more basketball. I played basketball growing yeah. up. I'm terrible on ice skates. But at the same time, I honestly do think hockey games end up more exciting over the course exactly. of the game. They and basketball are. games, a lot of times, especially in this series, have been going into overtime. And so right. well, you I've, can't, you uh, wait around. is never a bad thing unless right. you live on the East Coast. But with <laughs> the basketball, with Very basketball true. games in general, the last two minutes is always what bugs me about 
that particular sport because I want it to be free flowing. I want it to be constant. I don't want these timeouts every 10 seconds and I don't want these free throws every five seconds. Yep. That's what slows the game Foul down city. for me. Yep. In hockey, you don't have that. It's edge of your seat action right. and it could be game seven of any teams. If, if it's any part of the playoffs, I'm going to watch it because that's when you get guys given their all. It's going to be Deladova's all over the <laughs> ice for that particular sport. So that's yeah. why I would choose. I would watch both. I would flip back and forth. But for me, if I had to choose between one, it would be hockey. Now, Amanda, you said growing up you went to lightning games with your dad. Mm -hmm. For both of you, what was your favorite thing that you did with your dad growing up? And for you, maybe it was the hockey games. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to say hockey games. Um, My dad and I were always like the dad-daughter date thing. Like we always did that probably until I was like a teenage brat at like 14 when I (laughs) didn't care about my dad anymore. Sorry, dad. That's not the case anymore. Um, But no, everyone goes through that. I know. I know. And I wish we didn't. But um, no, we we always went to lightning games. He would try to take me to raise games, but I'm not a baseball fan, as many of you know. Um, But hockey games, they're just legit. They are just (laughs) so awesome. And I was, you know what? It's funny. I'm going to reveal my age, I guess. It's already been revealed. When I was 14, is that's when they won the Stanley Cup. Oh. And I'm hoping I wasn't a brat. I'm hoping that I went with my dad. I just can't remember. Well, I guess he'll probably remember. Maybe. So don't, maybe don't ask him on Father's Day in case you didn't go. <laughs> Blythe, what about for you? For me, with my father, uh, we grew up going to, to baseball games. I, you know, we lived five minutes away from the, pol- the ballpark. I played softball. My brother played baseball. Uh, my dad was the president of the park, and he was also the coach of each of our teams. So he was, I mean, we, Adorable. we grew up with wow. baseball. And then also, we've been uh, season ticket holders to the Jags since inaugural season. So he regrettably would take us to the games when we were younger, when we didn't really, we wouldn't sit in our seats. We'd be bouncing off the walls and going crazy with food and drinks and stuff. Um, but now it's, it's, it's a really, it's, I really treasure that those games that I went to as a kid because now as an adult, I can really appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that we can go together and not have crazy people running around. Did your dad take you <laughs> to like kind of Gator crazy. softball games? We went, yeah, we went to everything Gators growing up. Uh, Gator soccer, and, you know, including that, I went to soccer camp down there. Uh, if my dad could live in Gainesville, he would. He loves that town. My favorite day ever with my dad, I'll never forget. Woke up super early, went tarpon fishing off the coast of Jack's Beach. 6 a.m. around there, my dad caught a tarpon. It was unbelievable. First tarpon he's ever caught. You know, of course, we released it after we took pictures. Then we got in the car after a quick shower, drove down to Gainesville, tailgated, went to a Gator game. Oh, my god! And gosh. had a blast. Yeah, so... That that right there is like those two things combined, fishing with him and going to Florida football games, we're all in the same day. So I don't even know if that day will ever be topped. No. Because you can't really plan awesome. a tarpon. But, <laughs> but it was they awesome. win. And no, oh, yeah, it was early in the season. It was like first week in September, I think. So. Like in the 90s? No, no, no. Oh, you know what? <laughs> That's why I said to you, just ask Zach Brown Band for a ride. I knew there was some reason why. I knew eventually this rivalry would come to life. Oh, it came to head over the weekend. <laughs> All right, coming up next, Luke Boango will finally reveal it. Jaguars center, sort of, I guess, offensive lineman. He's in a current center battle with Stefan Wisniewski, but he will join us. Luke is by far one of the funniest Jaguars on the team. He's a great follow on Twitter if you don't follow him. And uh, he will join us in just a few minutes. So stay tuned to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. You gotta get- 
Linda Ronstadt, Barbara Streisand. Okay, I'm assuming that Luke Boenko chose this as his um, music. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> what? Uh, you Luke know, he doesn't like Barbara Streisand. Maybe he doesn't. Can we ask Luke if he likes Barbara Streisand? Of course we can. Luke, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, guys. Barbara Streisand is high on my plate. I mean, really? Five easily. Yeah. Nice. I mean, you were in bed before the baseball game ended last night, so you are kind of an old man there, Luke. <laughs> in bed before it started, I might have been. <laughs> I have to say, I, I didn't catch an inning either, even though. Not I, even one inning? I was exhausted from Superfest, two days of Superfest, oh, and right. I had to be at work early yesterday morning. Luke, you were at yeah. Superfest too, right? I did. I, I went Saturday night. I didn't make it Sunday, but uh, Saturday was. That was a great time. Zach Brown's one of my favorites, right up there with Barbara. Uh, <laughs> Did you get to meet um, Zach Brown at all? No, I let him. I let him take care of his business. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know they yeah, have like was... food meet and greets. What? I would think that you would be like one of those people signing up for those. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I stayed away from it this weekend. I got to hang out with some of the guys in the parking lot beforehand and. Um, you know, it's my birthday, so uh, just enjoyed their company and enjoyed some music. Yeah, were you on one of the teams that was playing the frisbee trash can game? I was. I played one game, and I think I got kicked off because I was so <laughs> terrible. Is that really what it's called, the frisbee trash can game? <laughs> Sounds classy. Think, <laughs> is that what it is? I think it might be a more a more uh, substantial name than the frisbee trash can game, but that's what we're going with. You know what we're talking about. Yeah, I get it. You're yeah, right. it, honestly, it makes cornhole look boring. I love cornhole. Yeah. I know, but when you see the two side by side, you're kind of like, eh, I'd rather play the frisbee trash can game. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's just the thing that's going to be at Superfest. <laughs> that's the game I imagine that would be at Superfest. Oh, yeah. And um, a lot of the players, including Luke, were wearing American flag stuff. So they really know how to wear red, white, and blue. So they're ready for July 4th. Oh, of course. <laughs> so Luke, it's like 50% what... of my wardrobe. So. <laughs> what was your favorite song that Zach Brown played? Uh, he did a couple awesome, I mean, obviously, you know, his, his, his set list is pretty fun, and he did a couple awesome covers. I think he did Red Hot Chili Peppers, which was awesome. Um, I think I remember a little Metallica in there, too, but yep. obviously, you know, the classics that he, he plays, with Chicken Fried and all that good stuff, and I like his new CD also, so it was it was a lot of fun. I I, I think I, uh, unfortunately, to those sitting around me, sang along to every song. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of fun. You can't help yourself when you're around Zach Brown. Um, I think we have some Twitter questions for you. Some fans are chiming in. This is actually from Alex. He's a Jaguar fan from the UK. He wants to know your personal highlight from your rookie year and what you're most looking forward to in year two. That's two questions. (laughs) Well, we snuck it in. Okay. Um, rookie high, or I guess my highlight was uh, probably you know getting my first start. I think it was against the Colts. Um, at home, and you know the game didn't turn out the way you wanted to. But you know, running out of the tunnel, you know, in, in a NFL game as as a starter is one of your lifetime dreams, and be able to accomplish that that was pretty fun. But um, what am I most looking forward to in my second year? Uh, when or well, I gotta be careful. But 
<laughs> getting better, <laughs> getting better, team, putting some wins in the victory column. I think that's, you know, as a team, we're all excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and I think we have a, the talent to do it. We just need to keep putting one foot in front of the other and it'll take care of itself. Get better every day. We have another okay. question that this is from Eric. He is talking about the Jaguars away game in Tampa where nearly 1,300 fans have bought tickets for the game. Wow. What are your thoughts on, on that many Jaguar fans showing up from Jacksonville to to watch you guys play? Duval Southwest, huh? I like <laughs> Duval it. Southwest. Right. I like it. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. I know uh, I know. Uh, they got a good, pretty good fan base down there, but um should be fun to watch the – you know, the fans in black and teal and gold and flood that flood that park and uh, hopefully put up some points for them. It's, been, it's nearly three sections that are going to be completely filled with Jaguar fans. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Jaguar Center, Luke Bowenko on the line with us. Luke, if you could pick a player on another team that you get to play against, who's your favorite? That I could play against to yep. be my favorite? Yes. I know that's kind of like, you know, an oxymoron, but it's your favorite to play against, like whether it's a rival and you like to play against them because you don't like to play against them, if that makes any sense. You know what, you know what I mean. I think I get what you're saying. Um, Are you catching what I'm throwing, Luke? <laughs> I think I'm picking up what you're putting All down. right, thank you. Uh, I don't know. There's so many good guys in this league. Um, I have a couple friends around, you know, around the league and, uh, one guy that I used to butt heads with in college was Brent Urban, who plays for the Ravens now. I know he's coming off an injury, but I'd like to play him in the NFL game. That'd be really cool. He's my roommate in school. He's a heck of a football player, and uh, hopefully he's out there when we play him, and uh, we can get after a little bit. It was pretty warm out there at uh, minicamp today, Luke, is what I heard. Oh. And, I mean, <clears throat> anyone who lives in Jacksonville, it was pretty warm in general. So how do you even though you don't have necessarily practice for the next six weeks, how are you going to stay in shape uh, once, you know, you're away from the stadium and away from the coaches pushing you and things like that? Yeah. I mean, I think the only way to do that is to acclimate yourself here in the heat because you can't really recreate that um, elsewhere. So I'll have, I, you know, I'll have like a week or so when I get back to the family, maybe I'll visit some friends, but um I'm going to try to spend as much time as I can here getting ready for that, for camp and um, not just to get ready for the heat, but also to be around the, you know, Milo and the strength staff that, you know, I have so much confidence in and be able to work with the other guys that are here. So I think that's one of the main, main points that I'm going to try to focus on. Does golf count as far as getting acclimated to the heat? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Luke, what's your go-to cheat meal? Oh, man. He's an offensive lineman. They're all cheat meals. I know, but like the one like cheat, cheat, cheat meal. Like if Mama was cooking. My go-to cheat meal. Uh, dear. Yeah, no, I I guess like I live out at the beach, so mellow mushrooms right there. And anytime okay. I get to go over there, anytime I can convince like Joko or someone to eat over there with me, because like soup to my level, it, it's uh. <laughs> I guess that's probably number one for me right now. But what? it'll probably change next week because that's just the life of a fat guy. What pizza is your go-to at Mellow? Ooh, uh, the Funky Q. Pretty oh. spectacular. So What's that's probably that? my go-to right now. What's on that? I've never had that before. It's like the 
barbecue chicken. I mean, oh. have you lived? Have you lived? Have I lived? <laughs> what is life without barbecue chicken pizza? She's never yeah. lived as an yeah. offensive lineman, put it that way. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe one day. You never know. <laughs> Luke, Luke, how many wings can you put down in one sitting? Oh. You know, we always have this talk because um, during the season, Denard Robinson would give us wings every once in a while, and you know, maybe the quarterbacks would treat us. And we'd be sitting there, and how many could you eat? But, you know, try to show a little strength. Uh, I think in my younger days, one time I put down around 50, maybe over 50. So in one probably lower sitting. than that. I'm not I'm not as good as I once was. <laughs> but you're as good once as you ever were. <laughs> but you had were. the bathroom reserved probably for the entire next yeah. day. Ooh. That's lovely. Lovely thought. <laughs> All right, we got Cavs Warriors coming up tonight, Luke. Who's winning? Oh, I think the, the Dubs. As they're called in the Bay, I think the Warriors put it away. All right. Luke, Cavs, did you watch? The Cavs are playing their butts off, but that bench is too short. And yeah. LeBron's only one man, so. Did you watch the Stanley Cup final last night? I know we've talked about bull hockey, and obviously they did not pull through. Did you watch the game? I did. I did. That was sad for uh, the, the Lightning fan base. And, um, but I, I will say this about the Lightning is, as a Caps fan in the East, I'm not happy about them because they're going to be back there soon. And I think it's great for this region. For I saw, you know, you could see hockey being kind of propped up a little bit. Maybe not so much up here, in, um, you know, in Jacksonville, but I think Tampa really buys into it. And that team's going to be good for years. So, uh, you know, they'll be back, hopefully not sooner than my Caps. But uh, Blackhawks are a heck of a team, that's for sure. All right, and Luke, last question. Do the women win tonight? The USA women. Absolutely. I got my girl Morgan Bryan, Wahoo, and Becky Saddleberg out there. Um, you know, Nigeria can't really compete with the Who's, so I'm going USA by at least two goals. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I, I saw that you guys went to school together. That's a really fun. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. well, me and Morgan did. Becky's a little older, but uh, yeah. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Anytime, Thanks, anytime so you want to come on and uh, work on that chicken wing, chicken wing eating, in case we have a contest. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. At yeah, Billow me winning. versus y'all. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll take all y'all. four combined of us <laughs> and then compare it, and we'll see how we do. Oh, God. <laughs> Sounds a good deal. All right, Jaguars center slash offensive lineman Luke Boenko joining us. Luke, have a fabulous night watching all those sports. Thank you. See you guys. All right. See ya. See ya. And uh, coming up next, we will check in with Fat Tony, who is not nearly as big. As offensive lineman. Luke I still Boyd don't know Cap. why we call Fat Tony Fat Tony. Somebody gave him that nickname a long time ago, and it's I think that's a mean name. I would think so, too, but I think yeah. he likes it. But okay. you know what? You All can right. ask him coming up next.